It's Wednesday, February 2nd. You're listening to the Tech Breakfast Podcast, the show that brings you delicious tech news and all the hot takes you can handle with Tyler Gates, Russ Cantwell, and Aaron Bewley. It's episode, what is it, 237? That's a lot of episodes. Uh, and we got some people in the room with us today. How's it going, y'all? What up? Howdy. How, how many episodes of SevOps did we do? I want to say... I'm thinking like 15. in the 10 to 15 range. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking Probably somewhere in that. Is that is that more or less than two thirty seven? It's slightly less, but when you think about the amount of screaming we did on video, <laughs> it might be more. The amount of time we put it into it actually yes. could be relatively equal. <laughs> that's that's for absolutely embarrassing. Sure. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it is what it is. But I, I, you know, they still people still I, people send me those videos every now and then. Yeah. They're like, hey is this you? And I'm like, what? Do I not look like that anymore? <laughs> <sighs> this day in tech history. Y'all ready? We we have it? What do we got? We do. We do. Kieran, are you going to say hi to the nice people? Or are you going to stay on mute and work? Just say hi. Hello. All the way from Australia. Thank you very much, Kieran. Okay. <laughs> February 2nd. You guessed the year. The very first polygraph was used. Leonard Keeler... Oh co-inventor of the polygraph machine first uses his invention. Keeler used the lie detector on two criminals in Wisconsin who were later convicted of assault when the lie detector results were introduced in court. Man, polygraph. I'm going to go with a Gates estimate. I'm going to go 25, 1925. Okay. I was going to say 1915. Okay. I'll say 1926. 1935. Oh, plus one. Oh, <laughs> Kieran wins. <laughs> I just, I just knew it. I knew it when he went with the plus one. He was going to win it. <laughs> oh, that's good. I, that's I, good. Feel like I, I feel like I saw that in you know some early like World War movies, and I was trying to remember if I had seen it in World War One movies or World War Two movies. So yeah, yeah, I, I really. I, I channeled my inner gates and it was like start at the twenties and work my way somewhere and I ended up in the middle of them, so. <laughs> <laughs> ten, ten years off. But, I, yeah. I was okay. in nineteen thirties, but wasn't sure. So you know that one. So you there. just played it as safe as you could. That's uh, yep. that's a smart man. Right Plus there. one, smart man. Okay, February second. You guess the year. Gil Emilio is named CEO of Apple Computer, replacing Michael Spindler. He orchestrated the purchase Ooh. of Next the company which Steve Jobs founded after leaving Apple in 1985. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, so I didn't give away too much there. Uh, I Steve Jobs this. was brought on as a consultant to Apple, and after a series of events, Gil Emilio was fired after 499 days on the job. Then Steve Jobs soon replaced him. 1996. I feel pretty good guesses? about it, too. Mm, I'd say 1995. Dang it. Or I'm, I'm going to mess up, Kieran, on this one. I'm going to say 94. It's 96. Boom. Uh, okay, so here's, 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 the, here's the legit reason why I, I felt so good about that. Have you guys seen the movie Demolition Man? Mm-hmm. It's like yes. it, it starts off in like 1995 or maybe 97. I can't. The movie came out in '93, but it yeah, was yeah. But it it's, it it, sta- it's it starts in a time of well, it's yeah. it's way further in the future. But when he first starts, it's right. like in the '90s. And for whatever reason, I remembered thinking like associating a plus one year with that event happening. I have yeah. no idea why, 
but that is literally how I just came up with my answer <laughs> is I related it to Demolition Man, which I'm associating with 1995 in the movie plus one year. You, so. you nailed it, dude. It was 95. And then he thawed 36 years later, woke up. It was Boom. 2032. Boom. Dude, that's so crazy. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, I don't know how that happened that way. But uh, oh, just, my, uh, my reasoning was I know that 97 was when um, Jobs came back. So four there it is. odd days. I just don't know if it was at the end of 97 or at the start. So Ugh. perfect. Yeah. We were there. We did it. All right. What do you want to talk about? There's a bunch of earnings mm-hmm. reports out. Um, Meta uh, beats w- Q4 revenue. Uh, I don't know uh, what a meta is, so I'm going to say Google no to that. Alphabet beats Q4 revenue. They announced a 20 for one stock split. Their stock goes up 8%. Uh, let's see. Let's, let's talk about Microsoft. Okay. Hate about us. the revenue. There is a, uh article. It is on appleinsider.com. Okay. It says, I don't know if this is the originator of the article. It's where I found it. It says... Microsoft says that if Apple isn't stopped now, its antitrust behavior will just get worse. So they are actually joining into the case. Microsoft said this or Apple said this? Microsoft says that if Apple isn't stopped now, its antitrust behavior will just get worse. So, okay. What's, well, there's a lot of interesting things here. One, they are joining the appeal like lawsuit or something with Epic Games. What? That's a, that's a pretty big. That's a pretty big hammer to throw behind there, um, especially yes. for a company which you know can candidly look at itself and say, "We've been through this. This is what happened to us, and these things need to change too, or for whatever reason." So there's there's an interesting thing there for me. I think a lot of people are pointing out another thing that. Um, well, dude, hold on. I, so, so this is this is lunchroom in high school. Epic and Apple are in there fist fighting. And Microsoft rolls in, and they're like, "I want some of this." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Is that what's happening right now? <laughs> and, I think and they this is the littler uh, guy. Yeah, and they back the littler guy. That's true. This is kind of like if if you've watched Cobra Kai, and the two like kind of main characters are fighting each other. They're like the kids, and then this dude Hawk rolls up, and he's just ready for violence. That's yes. that's Microsoft <laughs> in this particular situation. <laughs> just rolls up, spiky hair, ready to do some work. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting take. I don't know where it will go, but what I do think it's doing, and I'm a hundred percent positive Microsoft is aware of this is opening them up for what I would call, um, the Zook counterpoint, which is you have a Microsoft Xbox store that, you know, only things can go through. I think the initial counterpoint to that would actually be that there are still physical game sales out there. They represent 41% of game sales and over that amount of game revenue as far as like the the revenue, sorry, the sale value, which is a different statistic. Uh, but what I actually think is more likely is, is that Microsoft might actually be very comfortable opening up a different type of store. Microsoft has had some form of like their, their strategy over the last, I don't know, four or five years with really longer than that. I mean, maybe even since the Xbox One released has been really about opening up to a lot of different things, like opening up to 
where games run and where you can buy them and just, you know, which devices you have them on. I mean, it hasn't been, none their strategy has been to care very little about the Xbox. And just Activision. Yeah. Purchase Activision for the money we found under our rug, $68 billion. And so it's just a, I think, I think there's an element here of like Microsoft is ready for someone to point the finger at them for something that they're doing. And they have one of two counters, one of which will be, we actually have another market entirely that makes up a competitive aspect for us, which I believe will hold up for them because it's a significant, significant portion of the market, even though it's dwindling. Or they're willing to say, cool, no problem. Here you go. It's open. Your move. I think that's, I really think they, they're sitting on, on one of two, if not both of those counterplays here. So it'll be really interesting to see what this means because I really think there's a simple solution to this. Like Apple could open up, you know, a secondary store market on the system and boom, they've met the requirement and no one will use it. And so it won't matter. Right. <laughs> I, I've said that many times. I still believe it's the case. I, I, I don't think, I don't think that, you know, Android having secondary stores makes any dent in anything from Google at all. So, you know, seems like an easy fix, but I just thought it was interesting that, that Microsoft, you know, jumped in on this thing. Cause I, I don't think I saw that coming. I don't think I saw anyone, no. you know, jumping in and sort of joining this fight here, but they apparently are. So we'll see. Okay. Good. Meanwhile, they've got the uh, the FTC overseeing their uh, U.S. antitrust review for the the acquisition of Activision Blizzard. So eh, don't worry about that. It's fine. We'll see how that happens. Is Sony going to survive? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're going to do okay. Sony's going to be just fine. Uh, I, if you guys don't know, when it comes to like game sales revenues, Sony is like top dog. I mean, they just they they have so much IP, and they just bought. Um, Bungie, which is a, a massive, massive just purchase for them, even though it was, you know, singular studio. It wasn't like buying Activision where you get a bunch of studios. But Bungie just they're the kind of the right type of studio from for Sony to acquire because Sony's really big on like exclusive content. I don't know if they'll keep everything exclusive, but exclusive content that's super high quality. Like they they really do a good job of putting out phenomenal IP content for their different, you know, franchises as well as creating new ones. And and I think Sony's going to expand a lot of what they're doing, not necessarily the way Microsoft does, but creating IP around other stuff. Like they're about to release the um, Nathan Drake movie from or the Uncharted movie about Nathan Drake, and that's that was a big game for them back in the like mid to late two thousands on PlayStation Three. So that's I think you're going to see Sony actually expanding the way they use their games IP as opposed to going the route to where they try and flood the IP everywhere. They're going to just use it in different mediums, and I think that that's going to work really well for them. So it'll be interesting to see, but Sony is going to be perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Sony, rather than chasing Microsoft, appears to set for a more Nintendo-like trajectory. Customers will buy their consoles because they have exclusive games that you can't get anywhere else, unlike Nintendo. Sony consoles are on the cutting edge technologically, which means yep, the remaining third-party publishers. Okay, cool. I just found a really true. interesting article. I'm going to drop this article in the uh, TVP chat. Drop it in the TBP chat. Yeah, yeah. All right. What else we got? Uh, let's see. What else? Oh, did y'all see this thing about Tesla that was crazy? Or not crazy? It was just funny. Tesla yeah, can't offer Pennsylvania residents state inspection because they don't have emissions testing equipment. 
What? what? Well, yeah, yeah. Let, let that simmer in your brain for a little bit. Uh, I mean, uh, this, this is, is real. Far ahead of the law that it's it's embarrassing. Absolutely just, embarrassing. It's just remarkable to me, one, that this is only just now coming up. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in general. But I just, I, I had to... I had to see this. So it, apparently it was um, someone on Twitter posting. Can we talk about how Tesla is not allowed to offer state inspections in Pennsylvania because they don't have emission testing equipment? So true. Hate having to go somewhere else to get it done. I'd like to be able to take my Tesla to their service since it's their experts to tell me if something's wrong. Needs So they, they basically they can't go to Tesla to have them provide a state inspection because they can't test emissions of which their cars don't have. Okay. Uh, so, so that's, uh, that's the world we're living in boys and girls out there. It's, uh, that's, that's what we got. That hey, is uh, here's awesome. something I think people need to see just in case they're addicted to something. Um, since we're talking about buying games. Yes. Okay. So the New York times bought Wordle, right? Yeah, they did. So if you care, you can download Wordle and keep it forever for free. You basically right click, save as, and you've got the game. Fun, fun fact, you can do that for like all websites for the most part. Uh, yeah. Um, and Wordle is a web-based game, so that that checks out to me. I, I imagine there's an end to it, though. Um, I mean, Yeah. They, well, I mean, the daily words are in the code. There's a giant list. There's thousands of them. I don't know if it's going in order or if it just picks one randomly. So I, I mean, you, I, I just imagine of... there's a finite number of words there. So if you never get it updated, you know. Well, correct. There's also a finite number of five-letter English words. That's not true. So you start making mm. stuff up forever. Um, I, I have another one. This did. Did you guys see about North Korea uh, getting hacked by a dude who they hacked? It's like <laughs> counter hacking. No, sounds this good. This is awesome. Um, this someone sent me this article. I actually read the whole thing earlier today. It's a good read. It's on Wired. And so I guess so. There's a security researcher, and if people don't know that, there's something called ethical hacking, which is where you basically do yeah. penetration tests and stuff like that for you know the the purposes of finding security holes and helping yeah. businesses or entities stuff whatever and with, sometimes you know, there's bounties and all this kind of stuff yeah yep for sure well uh, apparently north korea started targeting research security researchers and trying to gain access to their systems in order to steal their tools in order to then use them elsewhere do they have computers and, in north korea I'm told there's like 15, 16 of them. Um, okay. And so that's what they wanted these tools for, was for those computers. Okay. Well, what's amazing is, is this guy, I guess he found out through Google had exposed that North Korea was looking and targeting security researchers. So he went and checked his systems, realized that they had actually, one of his programs had been um, compromised, that he'd accepted, oddly enough, from someone he didn't know. So I thought, yeah, I don't know if that's you know too smart. However... He found it was, it was infected. It was in a VM. It was contained. Really, they didn't get anything from him. However, over the next year, he saw basically zero response from this. The, the FBI did contact him, but they didn't do anything. Um, they didn't help. They didn't ensure everything was all right. Like Just basically, the, he didn't see a good response from the U.S. government. So he decided that he was going to respond himself. And he shut down North, North Korea's internet. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> 
it is it is so and what's funny is is how how relatively easy it was they're describing the way he did it and he's like they're like yeah the guy's sitting on his couch watching tv eating cheetos and then just walking over and and you know kind of just checking his his systems you know just casually about oh, are my programs running to take down this country's entire this is what i'm not concerned exactly about what he was doing yeah this is why i'm not concerned about icbms from north korea coming to our to our coast yeah he, he described this as like he's like yeah i took down one router and their whole country was offline <laughs> and, <laughs> i mean it was it's just it's just a remarkable thing yeah. here he even he even said that it's like it, this wasn't that difficult and i guess he's starting some group to like continually pressure them because they only have a handful of websites that the public can even access if the users even have the ability to access it yeah. And it's all internal stuff outside of probably in Kim Jong-un's, you know, palace or whatever. And it's funny because he doesn't even know the amount of damage that was done. He just knows that there was no internet access in general going into or out of this place because he took down one router. And then whenever they'd bring it back up, he would periodically take off like random websites. Like he would just like take off one at a time and they'd come over there. It was it was almost like that like whack-a-mole game. Like they'd run over and try and fix one and <laughs> take another one down. <laughs> So this is uh this is definitely some some solid revenge. Shout out to uh James Thompson for the uh for the share of the article. Yeah, you're a legend. Uh okay. Help me remember what happened in early 2021 for okay. everyone's Q4s or Q1s depending on how their fiscal year lands, but all of these tech companies are reporting this week, a ton of them. And uh they're all up revenue. Their revenue is up 20 to 30% year over year. I believe it. Yeah, explain that to me. Meta's up so, uh, uh, 30%, Qualcomm's up 30%, Spotify's up 24%. No, I'm sorry, Meta was up uh, 20% year over year. Google was up, uh, what was it? I can't remember from this morning, but just massively. Apple was up huge. It's crazy. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's actually, I gave, this, I gave this a lot of thought last night. So basically the way that I see this is that they made a certain amount of money last year, and then this year they made like thirty percent more. Got it. Makes total yeah. sense. Thank you. you can push <laughs> just, push does that check out? Yeah, checks <laughs> out. <laughs> Let me see if I can break it down, Tyler style, for you. See, there's two different ways that we can we can do the math here. We can do it linearly, which means we can do what's effectively called like marking up or or target based analysis financial reporting, which means we would times it by 1.3. However, the most appropriate way to do it would be the regression level of math, where we would actually divide by 0.7, which would be the, the appropriate way to get it if you took a percentage base backwards tracking from the number that we're reporting at this quarter. That's, that's, that's really the essence. I don't know a lot about it, but you know, it's, you know, I haven't done this for a while, but last time when I built a rocket, this was the way I did the math and it worked out. The rocket flew just fine. It was all good. Are people, I mean, are people spending more? Is it inflation? Is like, do we have chips now and people can sell stuff? Um, well, you, you know, what's, what's actually really on? funny about this? Think, think about this. We've been dealing with shortages for yeah. the last year, which would make yeah. you think that a lot of these things are down. But the reality is, is what is happening is, is we do have shortages, but something that was tracking all year long was a dramatic increase in demand in addition to the shortages, which was actually what was causing all of the major, you know, issues with inventory and, uh, you know, time, time to get inventory out or whatever it is like we, the demand measurement throughout the entire year was honestly dramatically higher for almost all products across the board. So I'm really not overly surprised to see these numbers grew because one, we did see inflationary price increase largely with, because of the, you know, the, 
pent up demand along with the limited supply, but the yeah. demand itself just continued to rise over and over again. And I, and I assume that has something to do with, you know, the changing landscape for how people live their lives just as a whole, the things they do now that they didn't do before and that they're discovering that they like to do now that they didn't do before. So there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. I mean, the best way to think about it is probably the math that Tyler just ran us through, but <laughs> the, <laughs> the right, reality but- is, is it's like all of this demand and yeah. It pent up, and I think people had this excess cash to burn from saving whatever they possibly could during 2020 when things were uncertain, and they just sure. let the floodgates out in 2021. That's my okay. uh, my actual theory. We have like 60 seconds until you have to go, and I want to ask Daniel. Here, here's one um, for you, Daniel. Startups have begun selling and renting out AR spaces, augmented reality spaces, tied to real world addresses, raising questions about who should have the rights to a property's augmented reality layer <laughs> what do you think about that <laughs> my brain just hurt a little bit when you said those words yeah. Let me, in, in perspective if i bought an ar like you know whatever i've got an ar system i could have this ar layer over my house well what if somebody sold my house's ar layer and they own it that's happening to businesses right now what Man, yeah, that sounds that just sounds like a cluster. I don't I don't even know where to where to begin <laughs> on that. But. <laughs> Here's the real question, Daniel. Can you fix this? Well, I can fix anything if you give me time <laughs> and resources. But yeah, perfect. Uh, I I saw another article recently about people taking out mortgages to buy land in the metaverse. And no, I just uh, like like USD mortgages. Yeah, crypto mortgages. I don't know, but you, you heard it here first. Don't do it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's legal precedent to this, but it's just in, insane. You, you have to imagine something's going to come down the come down the pipe where you've got AR eminent domain, right? If I own this building, the, these GPS locations, I own the augmented reality layer of anything that happens here. Yeah. It's wild. It's, it's wild. Right. Like this stuff is happening and people are like, oh, the metaverse. Oh, that's so stupid. You know, Second Life was a failure. Like, okay, yep, cool. You just live with your head underground under a rock. Bye. <clears throat> All right, that's what I got. <laughs> I'm not feeling it. I'm just not feeling it. I, I just, um, I'm just gonna have to go with no. Don't, don't do it. It's terrible. So you're hearing it here second and first, I guess. <laughs> don't do uh, what? Do no. Take out a mortgage to buy a oh yeah 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 whatever yeah, you yeah. want to call it all right diverse land just I'm just saying don't do it um, but I do gotta, I do got to go so all right shut it down you want me to shut it down we gonna roll it I have one Did more thing one more thing I don't want to put you on the spot bro all right because it's cool well I I posted in chat and I posted it because it's related to me but yesterday Oculus released their V thirty seven update for the Quest headsets. And with that comes tracked keyboards, which I thought was super cool. And if you look at the yes. Oculus developer blog, your boy is in there. So go check it out. Yes, dude. I saw that what? video. That's pretty cool. I love what? it. I'm looking. I'm looking. Little steps forward. All right. I really got to go, but I'm going to look at this more later. But I'm looking at it. Looking at it. All cool. right, Daniel, check you want to shut the shit down? <laughs> Can you do no, it? Rest, Daniel, Rest shut it down. It? I, I can't handle that. 
I'll see if I can do it. I'm going to try in three, two, one. That's going to do it for another episode of the Tech Breakfast Podcast. If you enjoyed Tyler's math today, please reach out to him directly to discuss it further. I'm sure he'd be more than willing to to run you through exactly what it is he was thinking during that section of the show. Uh, but until next time, thanks for joining. Please share it with your friends and family, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Peace. Adios.